This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pod Save the King! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the King. I am your host, Anne Gripper, my usual co-host on all things Royal Russell Myers. He's out for some more running repairs, so I've got two excellent uh, guests joining me today. I'm delighted to be joined once again by Jen Newton from the Daily Mirror and also from north of the border up in Scotland. Welcome to the show, Pod Save the King newbie, Sarah Vesti from the Daily Record. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. So, I mean, there's a very good reason to invite Sarah along because yesterday was a big day in Scotland. So that's what we'll be kicking off the show with, but plenty of other things to talk about as well. A um, bit of Wimbledon, a bit of cricket, a bit of baking and um, highly important question. In fact, Sarah, while we're talking, we should just check. How do you do your scones? Are you jam first or cream first? Oh, it has to be cream first. Oh, I'm not. I should have checked this before I invited you on the show. This is the wrong answer. Jen? Sorry, I've got to agree with Sarah. Oh, <laughs> Producer Dan in the gallery, please tell me you do it the proper Cornish way with jam first. The the message has just come back, kill them. This is it's a serious <laughs> thing. Which way you do Well, the Princess of Wales is with me and Dan. So this is entirely acceptable. There we go. Anyway, that is that debate. Well, they ultimately the main thing is eat scones. They are great and very delicious. But back to the main order of the day, first of all. Um you know, as if the big who who are in uh, in Westminster Abbey wasn't enough. King Charles went and got another crown yesterday. Yeah, it was the what we what people were dubbing the Scottish coronation. So, although the crown wasn't placed on his head like it was in Westminster Abbey, he was presented with the honours of Scotland, which is um the sword, the crown, and the scepter. So, yeah, the Scottish crown jewels. And Sarah, how did it feel up in Scotland? Did it feel like a big deal, a big day? Or how, yeah, what was the mood and what was it like out on the streets of Edinburgh? I think it was a real mixed bag, if I'm honest. The people who knew what was actually going on, there was definitely a very much a sense of excitement. And you had some families, young and old, standing for hours just to try and catch a glimpse of the royals as they as they drove past. But certainly a few people I spoke to on the way in didn't actually know it was happening. So I think... It was nowhere near, obviously, as big as the the Queen coming to Edinburgh after she passed. But uh, I think in general, there was a, a really good spirit amongst the crowd. Everybody seemed quite happy. And we were very, very glad that the forecast rain never came. Yes, always, always better. And he got uh, he got the red arrows yesterday in a way that he didn't get on Coronation Day, but did get on Trooping the Colour in quite spectacular fashion. That fly past. Um, the King and Queen had been in Scotland for a couple of days in advance did that you know what kind of things were they up to did that make much of an impression for people I think the Holyrood garden party is always something that's kind of like a highlight on the calendar if you will but 
again, it's, it's perhaps not something, unless you're invited, it's maybe not something you would pay too much attention to, if, if I'm honest. Um, but certainly the, you know, the, the processions in Edinburgh was, was the highlight for, for everybody because that's their opportunity to get up close and personal with, with the royals in a way we, we don't normally get to up here. And it's always good to see some people in uniform and some of the heartthrobs were back, yeah. Jen. Yeah, the uh, the so-called dashing equerries, they were all there, yeah. <laughs> They've got their own fans on, uh, on on social media, so yeah, they, I'm sure they would have been pleased to see them. It doesn't quite work as a name for a boy band, I don't think, the dashing no. equerries. No, no. <laughs> but, um, it's always good to, to see them up there. And, you know, how is it a very rare thing to get anything of this level um Sarah because obviously you know in the in London we used to have Treeping the Colour and various things going on is it you know how how special a day was it yesterday? I think it was quite special to be honest because in my 10 years as a journalist in Scotland I think I've only ever experienced that twice once with the Queen's passing and then obviously King Charles yesterday so it, it's certainly unusual um and there is I mean you've got fans coming from all over Scotland that they've traveled down to see them I spoke to one woman who had specifically got the train up from West Yorkshire yesterday. Um, so I think while the events are taking place in Scotland and are significant to us, they certainly attract you know, royal fans from kind of across the UK. But not everybody was a fan yesterday. It was quite um, noticeable. Yes, at the very beginning, I would say it was perhaps more noticeable when the protesters were there quite early on. They had quite a prominent spot outside the High Court, which is kind of straight across the road from St Giles Cathedral. Um, they were very loud. <laughs> lots of flags and t-shirts and banners um but all in quite good spirits i would say counter protesters then kind of started arriving at about 10 o'clock and stood directly next to them so it was almost a bit of a chant off between he's not our king and charles king of scots so that went on for quite a while but as the c- crowd kind of swelled the protesters were drowned out quite quite quickly got a bit of a football match vibe there yes. <laughs> like the home fans and the away fans shouting very much so yeah. the, the, there was a, a row of police kind of in front of them. Um, obviously, they were all behind their barriers and stuff like that. But uh, certainly at the beginning, it was all, everyone was all very well behaved and in good spirits and just there to kind of get their point across. And Charles and Camilla wearing their Order of the Thistle yeah. robes. And Camilla's actually were the ones that belong to the Queen because, you know, ladies of a certain size, they probably are better suited for the Queen's to pass to Camilla rather than to go to Charles and presumably <laughs> had his own already. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and I am particularly enjoying it how you know how the women were again having key key parts with the jewels so the scepter and I mean Penny Mordaunt has got a a rival in the sword stakes I think it's fair to say yeah it was um Dame Catherine Granger the Olympic legend um yeah she was a rower wasn't she she was she I mean she is she's up there I I love the Olympics so (laughs) Dame Catherine Granger she had won three silvers at successive Olympics and then she won gold at 2012 and then she came back again and won another silver in Rio so that is five consecutive Olympic games across 16 years I mean that is that is a lot of early mornings and a lot of rowing and no wonder she could cart about this I think it was 16 pounds or something it was like twice as heavy as the other sword but presumably she didn't have to probably hold it for quite as long as the last one I don't think she did I think don't get us wrong she did a good job but it did spend a lot of time being laid on a table as well so but yeah five foot long as well so nearly the height well and it's not that much taller than it and it's (laughs) (laughs) that is a picture I need to see Jen standing next to the new New. it's a new sword um named after the late queen um because the old one is is too old too fragile yeah too fragile to be used um 
and some nice outfits on display from uh, some other people that were there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Kate was in um, a dress, well, a coat dress by Catherine Walker. We've seen her wear it before, actually. So if you cast your mind back to Commonwealth Day and last year, she wore that at Westminster Abbey. And Easter, just this year, she was wearing the same the same coat, but she styled it slightly differently with a new Philip Tracy hat. And I don't know what you think, but maybe the blue and nod to the colour of the blue in the saltire, the Scottish flag. I strongly that suspect far? that was the case. No, I, I think that was quite a very cleverly planned outfit, to be honest. And she looked absolutely incredible. Did you manage to catch a glimpse of them from where you were based talking to people? I did. I was very, very lucky. We stood probably in my spot for about an hour and a half waiting because the the crowd was about six people deep at this point. It was it was a lot of standing. Thankfully, I was in the shade. But um, no, as, as they as they zoomed past at quite a, quite a pace, I might add, um, I did manage to to catch a glance, which was which was nice because Kate was the only one I hadn't I hadn't seen yet. So a special moment for me as well. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a colour that stands out. I've seen yeah. called electric blue. It makes me think of uh, like Eve Klein, the artist. He's just like the bluest of blue, blue, blue things. It's like the bluest thing that you can see. Um, Kate's Kate's coat is very very spectacular, and I quite enjoyed the picture of. Um, Charles and Camilla and William and Kate lined up in like a slightly, you know, one of those posed up family photos when someone just said, look, can you all just stand here, please? We just need a picture to record today because it's an important day. You're all dressed up nicely. Just, you know, stand. It it was very different to the sort of, I don't know, the, the formal lineups and it had a different feel to it somehow, that picture. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's something that we've seen not a lot, but like maybe in, you know, in, in recent months where they've just kind of come together and stood for a picture I can't imagine that would have happened maybe when the queen was still alive yeah, no, I don't know. it has it has changed a bit and I think um European royal families they do it quite routinely that they will yeah. sort of stand for a photo call and it had a much more that feel about it that sort of photo call feel but it, it was noticeable that you know it was just Charles and Camilla and William and Kate it was a much you know Edward and Sophie they were down in London they were at the 75th anniversary of the um of the health service so you know priorities were elsewhere for some people and I guess that's I don't know how does that feel Sarah that it's kind of a big deal but not a big deal is that does it does it matter that not all of the royals were there from a Scottish perspective do you think I don't think so because I think if if you will the main ones were there well well you know Sophie and Edward, Edward are the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh, it would have it would have been nice um, had they been there. But then, you know, the, the milestone for the NHS is huge. And I think that's something that perhaps the public could get behind. All the public could get behind a little bit more than perhaps just a royal visit to Edinburgh. True. Um, I enjoyed uh, the one of the quotes from the Right Reverend Sally Foster Fulton. Try saying that with your teeth in. Um, <laughs> moderator of the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland, who um, gave the sermon, who said, blessed are we on the right track, are we, when we understand that our children do not inherit this earth from us. We have borrowed it from them and it is our duty to return it still singing and surging and bathing, not baking to a crisp, which if, you know, it sounds like it was a sunny day yesterday, there's kind of a particular, uh, <laughs> particular frisson to that. And um, obviously, Charles, as an environmentalist, that would go down well with him. Um, something else that we saw while they were up in Scotland was Charles being back on the Royal Yacht. Yeah, he um, went back to the Royal Yacht. Obviously, that's moored now in Edinburgh. Um, and I'm sure that would have brought back loads of you know, really nice memories for him. He would have spent a lot of time on it as a 
child, I would have supposed. And as he grew up, that's where they used to have their holiday honeymoon. Honeymoon, well. yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so there was a there was a great video of him um, enjoying a toast with some sailors' rum, and his face when he when he kind of took a little shot of this rum was absolutely hilarious, and uh, uh, he like puffed out his cheeks. So yeah, and when I looked it up afterwards, this rum was called Pusser's Rum, labelled gunpowder proof. So no wonder he pulled the face that he did. It was really funny. You should definitely check out the video if you can. And in terms of the the Royal Yacht, Sarah, is that have you is, is it open for tourists? I should check this out before. Yes, I think it is. It's not something I've done, but I, the Royal Yacht Britannia is is you can go and do a tour, the tour around it to have a look see. One to the for the summer to do list. Um. So, Sarah, anything else, anything else from yesterday that you would like to share with us that, that you I don't know that you will take away from from yesterday? I think that in general. I think what I like most is events like this tend to get people talking and it's people talking from all around the world. I stood next to a couple from Boston. I stood next to a family from Australia who were all in Edinburgh on holiday and they were just sitting chatting to locals who, who had just come down for the day just to see what was going on. And it was just so nice to see people kind of uniting after a time when we've been so far apart and kept away from each other for so long and to kind of come back together and embrace, you know, all things Scottish. It was, it was really fascinating to see. And it was, it was quite, quite heartwarming it was a very different kind of atmosphere this time around to what we what we saw last year um and yeah the crowd the crowd were were exceptional um they were the, the amount of applause I mean everybody got applause yesterday from the horses to the drummers to the, the red arrows got an applause like it, it was incredible um we then had our politicians walking down down the royal mile at the end as well and even they got applause so uh, yeah everybody wow. seemed to be in very good spirits Red letter day, applause politicians. They will, they will remember I that know. on this, I'm <laughs> sure. Um, Sarah, thanks ever so much for um, coming and sharing your perspective on what happened yesterday. I'm glad you had such a great day and um, you're welcome back on the show anytime. And Jen and I are going to hang around and chat about some of the other things that the Royal's been up to. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So... We mentioned it briefly already, the 75th birthday of the NHS. So Charles and Camilla, they'd been up to an event while they're up there. Um, and there's been, you know, various different royal bits and pieces going on. Which bits have stood out for you? Well, definitely the uh, the Bake Off birthday, NHS birthday video with William and Kate. That was that was that was pretty fun. What did you like about that? Well, the, the cake decorating skills, they all they all, they've done that quite a few times and I don't think Williams are getting any better, <laughs> unfortunately. Either that or he's got a massive sweet tooth because the the amount of icing that he put on that 
cupcake was a lot. I mean, that could be it. Well, he, I did quite enjoy his strategy on the scones. It's like, never mind whether it's jam first or cream first. It's which one I can get hold of first. I'm having that one. It's deeply practical. I think that answer was too diplomatic. <laughs> I think he needs to pick a side. I, I, I don't believe that he doesn't have a, a preference. So... On the on the jam versus cream debate, traditionally it is considered that the Cornish way, and William is Duke of Cornwall, so he should do it the Cornish way. So yeah. well done, Kate, for doing it the Cornish way. Is jam first, and you put the cream on the top because you're. So yeah, what we're we saying, well, you're proud of your cream, and in yeah. Devon they have to hide the cream right, under the yeah. jam. Okay, that's the joke. So anyway, but yeah. uh, that's making me hungry for scones now. This is no good. Um, and Sophie looked great yesterday. I saw at the service at. Westminster she's like I'm really enjoying her summer wardrobe yeah she's had some really great outfits recently um yeah and she looked great yesterday in the in the in the floral I don't know it's it kind of worked for that occasion as well because as much as it was at Westminster Abbey half a formal occasion it was still quite fun and summery and it was a celebration so yeah I think it, it worked quite well I've realised Kate's got double bubble out of her blue outfit as well, because blue is very much the colour associated with the NHS yeah, exactly. as well as with um, as well as with the Scottish flag. So even not being at the NHS, double, you know, double jeopardy. It's very good. Um, OK, an update from Sarah Ferguson this morning as well. That's just released not long before the show. So uh, I just wanted to share some of the things that she said on her podcast this morning. And again, she did uh, quite appropriate coming after the NHS. But thank you doesn't quite cover it to all of my doctors, nurses and medical professionals. I'm beyond lucky to have you. I encourage everyone to get checked. I think that is a message that we will keep hearing from her as we go through and rightly so um, and she also said it's not about courage it's about understanding that you're not going to feel as you did for a bit so don't try to be a superhero take many steps have the cup of tea trust people it's very important not to be complacent with every single thing now so she seems to be in good spirits and we wish her well with her continued recovery and um you know as you would expect it does sound very much like she and andrew will be staying at royal lodge for the foreseeable because i don't think you know Kicking out somebody while they are recovering from cancer is not a great look, generally. No, no I think, yeah, they'll be staying there for the foreseeable future, like you say. So William and Kate were up in um, Edinburgh yesterday, but yeah. Kate had a nice day out at Wimbledon the day before. She did, yes. Uh -huh, yeah. A little bit spoiled by the rain, but didn't yeah, a little bit. bother too yeah. much. No, no, she, um, yeah, because she was on, was it court 18, watching Kate, Katie Bolter and... Yeah, she she seemed happy to sit there with the umbrella up for a little while before you know they had to say no. Yeah, rain I mean, stop play. So court eighteen is not one of the big, not one of the no. big show courts. You don't have to have tickets to go to it. It's not got a royal box. It's just turn up and people enjoy you know enjoy watching the tennis. I love Wimbledon. It's so good. Um, doing the queue and all of that. I'm not going to be doing it this year, but yeah, highly recommend it, people. And um, going on Saturday, so I can't wait. Yeah, good. Yeah. And I also thought Kate's outfit. I think it's the kind of thing you can only wear if you're a royal. Yeah. I liked it on Kate, but I'm not sure like mint green double-breasted blazer is very easy to pull off no, in life normally. I think you've got to be quite tall to pull off that look as well, which Kate obviously is, so she can pull it off. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're on the shorter side, more petite side, it, it looks as good. <laughs> if you're shorter than a sword. Yeah, if you're shorter than a sword, yeah. <laughs> you cannot wear Yeah, but that blazer was vibrant. Well, I'm going to butcher the French, but Balmain, Balmain, which okay. is quite a spendy brand. Spendy blazer. Okay. Yeah. And uh, also very well done, like, you know, mint green, yeah. like 
the pitch the, the pitch it's not pitches it's courts courts yeah. in the tennis and um and then she hung out with Roger Federer later on as well yeah yeah um I think that's what I'm pretty convinced that's why she went on Tuesday so she could be there for that little tribute that they had to him which was really nice and uh yeah and it means she could also support some of the Brits that are in the competition before sorry I hope I mean I, I do genuinely hope that they get further but before they before, before they get yeah. knocked out probably <laughs> it, it goes a little bit better now than it used to when I was little yeah thanks Andy Murray well Tim Hemman started it Greg Lisetsky yeah. Andy Murray legend brilliant and so many other people have come as well so yeah she's been at the tennis William's been at the ashes yeah um Australian listeners oh dear I'm like nobody's covered themselves in glory really have they no it was all a bit tricky but they were there the day before the controversy is that right well there was a the previous day's controversy where there was an Australian player thought he'd taken a catch and then that oh. got chalked off because he'd put it on the ground in some way when, you know, maybe he'd already completed the catch or not. It's all, I mean, it's very funny cricket because there's laws slash rules and then there's the spirit of cricket. Yeah. So there's like when, when you basically say, I know by the letter of the law, it's this way, but we just don't do it that way. We yeah. should just be nice to each other. <laughs> so it is quite, I don't know. It's quite funny. And um, I don't know. I think it's fair to say that the English player was quite dozy to be got out the way he did it. Essentially, for those who are not followers of cricket, this, I mean, this is this is a semi-digression. But William was there at the cricket the day before with George, and I'm sure that William and George will have been debating this yeah. over their over their um, games of cricket in the garden at home, and probably trying to trying to I can imagine George might be trying to do it to get Louis out in similar fashion, but. At the end of, you have six balls in an over and at the end of the over, people change ends, but the umpire has to basically say that the over is finished before you walk away from your stumps, which you are protecting. And um, the batsman walked away before the umpire had said that it was over and the wicketkeeper realised that he'd been doing this and knocked his stumps down. So, you know, in theory, after the appeal had happened, the Australian uh, captain could have said, oh, yeah, sorry about that. That's not really how we do things, is it? But just a warning. Um, but no, they 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 took the wicket and they beat us. Obviously, if we'd beaten them, it probably wouldn't have been quite been such a big deal. <laughs> it would have been fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, massive talking point. So that was what William and George would have been debating the day after the Ashes. And, yeah. and it's a long day at the cricket. George, looked, I mean, he looked like he was enjoying himself, didn't he? He looked Most... like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, I, I think he might be a cricket fan yeah definitely so um so yeah and George has got another cousin to look forward to James Middleton having a baby with his wife Elisa so that's very exciting news congratulations to them right that was a rapid ramble through the bits that I've got on my list anything else that's been going on in your world Jen or anything that we've got to look forward to next week well later today obviously after we're recording maybe you'll talk about next week we've got um William at his charity polo match so yeah he's going to be on the polo pitch and uh, Kate's going to be there watching him as well probably presenting the trophy after so yeah that'll be quite um that'll be quite nice to see they took their dog last year I don't know if you remember they took their little black dog Orla so maybe we'll see her again I always enjoy those like throwbacks to those you know memories of those early days when they were just like newlyweds and off to the polo and yeah. it was all floaty dresses and oh so lovely well I hope they have nice weather for it today um next week we might be having a little special following on from um the Scottish events yesterday finally finally long time listeners the much trailed you know what Northern Ireland 
and also Wales and Scotland make of um, make of the Royals. So that is likely to be our episode next week. But we may surprise you with something else. Who knows? But whatever happens, we will be back. Enjoy following what the Royals are up to between now and then. Get in touch with us anytime on Instagram or Twitter at Podsafe. And until next time. Podsafe the King!